Hi Leona, thank you so much for joining us on episode five of Working It, a careers podcast. How have you been keeping? Been keeping great, Vanessa. Keeping busy and just uh, working away as normal. There's no, um, there's no stopping the news, no regardless of what's happening in the world. So I just have to keep on going. Just powering through. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I mean, it's a, it's a different type of, um, it's a different type. There are different types of stories, I suppose, we're doing now. You know, the news, the ordinary news that would have maybe have kept us busy in the past. You know, the the ordinary everyday kind of stuff has really slowed down with lockdown. There aren't as many people around. There aren't as many events happening, obviously, or there's not as much crime happening, or and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of petered out a wee bit. Um, although it's starting to come back now, and we're focusing more on um you know coronavirus is a global story it's a global pandemic obviously and affects everybody from you know from around the world and uh really been focusing on what has been happening here locally with regards to local heroes or local stories or you know the tragedies and the the triumphs and all that kind of stuff that's really what we're focusing on it is really interesting seeing the news shift you know you would hear about murders you would hear about you people's celebrations and and other things but now it's just coronavirus constant but you can see it's certainly filtered back to normal it's tidy a wee bit yeah, 100%. No, it is. It's filtering back. There's, you know, things are um, going back a wee bit to normal. When I say normal, I'm a news journalist and normal for me is maybe going out um, out to crime scenes and stuff like that. Last Monday, a security alert and uh, just myself and a lot of the other guys that were uh, that work in the news, you know, we're all kind of congregated for the first time in maybe three months and it was at a bomb scare or a security alert it was and uh, it was just really strange to be back out there on the street and you know we're all socially distancing and it was just it's just really really bizarre and really strange to be back out into the real world the real world of what news journalists and uh would would say you know that that real world is out at crime scenes or outside cordons beside the police or or wherever it's just um strange but it's coming back you know things aren't returning to whatever uh we we consider normal here i know definitely it's good to see <laughs> um you and i see today can you talk me through your journey from leaving st cecilia's to what led you towards wanting to do journalism yeah so i always wanted to be a journalist when i was um when I was a, a child growing up, my father was was very involved in kind of um, you know community activism and stuff like that. He was also a history teacher, and I had the very unique privilege of being on the history books that he actually taught from because he was in the civil rights movement. And when I was growing up, he was very concerned with the news. You know, the news was on constantly in our house. And I remember all the old um, anytime anything happened. Obviously, I grew up in Northern Ireland. I was born under the troubles, and anything anytime anything happened, you know, the news was on and and daddy was kind of glued to it therefore everybody else in the house was also kind of and had to endure it as well but I mean I, I, I loved all that I loved all the um getting the fact and you know perusing it in my head and, and working out kind of an opinion of my own and then so I, I went to school and I kind of had a bit of a an odd path I suppose like a lot of uh, students maybe have when in their in their A-level years or GCSE years I did not know Vanessa what I wanted to do I thought that I wanted I, I loved art I absolutely loved English. So um, after my GCSEs, I picked uh, A-level art, A-level English, and I think history of art. I can't even remember now. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> Back in the dark ages. I think it was history of art and, and history. I think I had four A-levels. And um, 
I thought I wanted to go to art college. So I, I, I did go to art college. I went to art college in Belfast only, I think, because my friends were going there and I thought I, I wanted to kind of, you know, I, I liked art and I wanted to kind of stick around with these guys because they were good crack. But I went to art college, hated it, absolutely hated it. Oh my God, all these people were, I was good at art now, I was good. I just remember um, everybody was fantastic at it and I just thought, I'm so not good at this. And I remember one weekend, I was living in Belfast and I went home for the weekend and I uh, I had to do some kind of art project. I had dreamt up this thing where I was making, um, I had to make a forest out of candle wax. I don't know, don't even ask me where that came from. Dad, obviously, as a teacher, and I kind of he would know the score about people choosing the wrong kind of way to go, like sort of with regards to their educational journey. But I was kind of saying to Dad, I, I really don't like this, what I'm doing. I said, just stick it out and we'll see. And I'm sure maybe give it another couple of weeks and we'll see how it goes. But anyway, I was making this candle wax uh, forest and I was just really, oh, I don't like this art. But I was boiling um, big pots in my mother's kitchen in Derry here. I was boiling big to water and melting blue wax so my dad said look it'll come to your mind we're in the living room talking and I completely forgotten about the the boiling wax in the kitchen and I said I really don't like it and I said well you know it'll come to you what what you want to do it'll, it'll make itself clear just think it out whatever I heard this big boom in the kitchen blue wax had exploded and it had gone all over the roof all over the my mum's like you know good kitchen and um, I said to my daddy, you know, oh, my God, sorry. And he says, well, maybe that's a sign. <laughs> the art's really not for you. I was kind of that. And I kind of, I, I, I left. I went to do the journalism NVQ level four. And uh, it was called Rupert Family College in Belfast. It's no longer there, actually. But it was, it was part of kind of Belfast Met. And L- NVQ level four was degree equivalent. And I loved it. I loved it so much and it was news gathering and writing and interviewing and uh, back then the technology wasn't as obviously advanced as it is today so it was more sort of print journalism that we were concerned with there wasn't even any this this is literally back in the old days when you know mobile phones we were like what only rich people had those and we were um, it was a a different time but we we learned our trade there and then in the last few weeks of the uh, the course you were allowed to go to work experience and I went to work experience in the Newry Democrat and um, obviously down in Newry and County Down and then I I sort of switched between there and the Down Democrat and I they, they they offered me a job you know I was there for about three weeks or something and they offered me a job I was so enthusiastic and I was I tried my best to do everything and, and be everything to these people and when I went down there they were like yeah well you know you can have a, a job here and I stayed there for a wee while I went to Belfast uh, in the Andersonstown News um, really cut my teeth there that was kind of at the end of the troubles um at the tail end of the troubles and uh you know with really rough stories there and I, I learned so much from um the editor there is Robin Livingstone I learned so much from him um about how to deal with people and how to interview people and how to you know relate to people and how to sort of you know feel their pain and get the very best um out of them and in, in interviews and and always remember that the community and the people are at the heart of every single story and that that was I mean I think it was 24 years ago and that was always stuck by me so yeah it's kind of a I came by journalism by a wee bit of a rocky path but I got there eventually I always knew that it was a job that I wanted to do and um I eventually got got where I wanted to be how was it then that you moved towards your career with the Belfast Telegraph and also with Key Radio 
Yeah, so I um, I started my career in Belfast in the, as I say, in the Andersonstown News and I was there for a couple of years and I went into the Irish News and I was a sub-editor there uh, for a number of years. The sub-editor is a different type of journalist. It's a journalist that kind of um, comes after the, the journalist who's going out writing the story and they're going to check everything for legals, legal kind of, you know, if anybody's liable or all that kind of stuff. And uh, and they design and, and do up the paper and write the headlines and rejig stories and all that kind of stuff. So I did that for a wee while. And then I, um, I moved to Derry, actually. My, my dad got sick. Uh, he got cancer and I we moved to Derry just um, and I set up a magazine and I ran a couple of magazines and during that time Citizen Magazine was kind of like a current affairs magazine it was all over Northern Ireland I had ID Magazine which was a local very localized kind of entertainment magazine I did sports magazines and then uh, a few years after my daddy died I set up an online news portal which was newswireni.com and that was the very first online only news portal in Northern Ireland this is way before the days of you know um, Belfast Live or, or Derry Daily or all those kind of things that are happening now I was kind of a wee bit ahead of my time and in, in that in that sense and uh, so breaking news 24-7 kind of breaking news all day every day and it was hard work. It was really, really hard work. Um, you know, I've been I've been Sainsbury's with my kids, and uh, something would happen, and I'd have to just abandon the trolley and go, and because it was twenty four hour kind of, and it was very, it was relentless. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that was really good experience. That was really good experience, and then. I went and taught actually journalism for a wee while. I taught uh, A-level and GCSE journalism. I helped write the GCSE journalism spec. So I was teaching journalists coming up, you know, people that were kind of in that, that, that stage where I was at in school, where I had no clue what I wanted to do. And I was able to light a spark for journalism and those kids. And it's great to see them. Actually, that was, that was about maybe five or six years ago now. It's great to see them going in their career now. And they're, you know, one of the guys actually sent me through um a radio piece the other day that he had done for Clyde Radio Clyde and and other guys working in sports in uh in England and you know sports journalism and so many of them uh loved journalism whenever I was teaching they loved it so much that they went on and they forged their own career in it and that is really special to see too it's um it's amazing so I did that for a while and then I went back to freelance and so that's where the Belfast Telegraph um came on I started freelancing with them about maybe five or six years ago with them in the Sunday Life and and um, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey with the Belfast Telegraph. I have so many opportunities to speak to people from all over the world, all sort of walks of life. And, the you know, every single person has been fantastic to speak to. You know, a fantastic, they've either given me a, a lesson in themselves or, you know, um, educated me in, in, in various kind of things. And uh, so that's been fantastic. I work in news and features with the Belfast Telegraph and still do. And with Q Radio, uh, I started with them maybe three three years ago, and that's been another kind of learning curve as well because I would be used to um, writing big, quite long stories for the Belfast Telegraph. Like for example, if you see a news piece there, it's usually around eight hundred words long. When you're working in the radio, you have to write a script, which is um, you have to fit under twenty seconds, and that's really difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult, and uh, so I'm a, a lot of the time. I was working for the Belfast Telegraph out on a story in the street, whatever reporting, and I would be working for the Belfast Telegraph 
uh, writing 800 words, but then also writing a script for the for the radio, and it has to be 20 seconds long. And it was, it was um, you're thinking on your feet there, and you're kind of you know you're trying to populate various different um, areas. You're trying to write for the paper. You're trying to do the stuff for the radio. You're trying to do online. You're trying to video for social media. Crazy, crazy stuff at times. And uh, but it was amazing, amazing journey, amazing opportunities. And you know, you learn these skills organically, I suppose, when you're out there and you have to do it. You've got a deadline to meet, and it's not a case of yeah, I'm just going to go and watch a Google, um, going to Google a, a YouTube video about how to do this. You just had to do it, and that was it. And that's probably, I think, the best way to learn. What would a day's life look like as a journalist? You know, either freelance or working with working with radio. Yeah, well, I suppose it doesn't it doesn't really matter where you're working. Uh, if you're freelancing or if you're a staff member, um, it's uh, you know I I would uh, not know that this wouldn't be a day in the life now. A day in the life now is kind of like sitting, sitting in your gym clothes and interviewing maybe celebrities on the phone or or going out to a news story or something like that is kind of radically different now than it was sort of on an ordinary news day. But on an ordinary news day, I would uh, obviously get up and get the kids up for school and stuff like that. I would check my emails in the morning and do a not a ring round but a sort of um likes the police and the fire service and stuff like that they would have automated services where we can we can phone reporters can phone and see what the overnight um incidents were so say like with regards to the police if there was a, a burglary you know you would you would phone up and they would say there's been a burglary in belfast there's been a fire in balamina there's been this in, in Derry, and i would focus on what was in my locality what was in my beat you know my area so i would then chase that up um, I would drop the kids to school and then just go on about my day. What that you're really dictated. Uh, that your day is really dictated by um, or you know what has happened overnight and what's happening in the morning. You know, so I could be out at a, a bomb scare, for example, first thing in the morning. Maybe there's like a, a, a device has been left in Gallia or something. I would have to go around there. If I was working for the radio, I'd have to do, you know, um, bulletins on the on the hour and kind of give updates. And I would be out and I would talk to people and getting more information as I go. Uh, so talking to the police and then maybe updating that on a bulletin or updating that on online for the Belfast Telegraph or whatever. You're you're driven by what what has happened in that day. So that could be just you know a bomb scare in the morning. Then maybe in the afternoon there might be some kind of uh, it's not all doom and gloom. There might be some launch of a, an event or whatever. The council might have a, an event, um, some festival or whatever they're launching, and that, and that's a nice thing to go to. You know you would be um. In, in a room and people be giving you tea and buns and stuff like that you're inside it's not raining you're out not out at a really bomb scare and uh so you'd be you know be talking to people there and, and kind of getting their take and what they think of this fest how brilliant it is and you'd be shooting video and, and taking photographs and whatnot and then producing again for the for the newspaper and for the radio as i say every single day is different in the afternoon you might be what, what i do anyway I, I would interview i would do a lot of features for the belfast telegraph so i might be interviewing a celebrity or something and that would be either if they're local you know you you could meet them locally you're meeting them in a, in a hotel bar or in a cafe or whatever and you're interviewing them you're just recording on your phone or what have you but most of the time 
same they're, they're English or they're American or whatever and you're you're talking to them on the phone so it's um it sounds very glamorous but most of the time my my car is my office a lot of the time I do have an office as well but I don't know why because I never use it most of the time in my car so you're sitting in your car and you're interviewing whoever a pop star or whatever and then later on you might uh there might be another security alert or there might be some kind of you know some kind of incident that you have to go to the scene and you're talking to the police and you're talking to other people there and then maybe I don't know, there might be a, a woman in the local um, old people's home who's turned 100 and you, you have to go to her birthday party and tell her story and, and get her story from her about this wonderful life. Every single day is just, um, you don't know what you're going to get with the day. You, you know, I've given you just a wee example there of what might happen on a typical day. And it's a bit of a, a roller coaster. You might have kind of, you know, if you're a security alert, it's quite kind of, um, I suppose it's exciting, but it's scary. And, and, and then you have a really nice story where you're talking to people about maybe a festival coming up. And then you might have another scary thing. And then you're talking to a celebrity. Then you're, you know, you might have another uh, security alert. And then maybe, you know, a, a nice sort of birthday. It's, it's just crazy. You, I couldn't even explain a, a, a day in life because it's so, so different. And some days you get, some days quite quiet and you have to, um, you know, you have to gather news and dream up, sorry, not news, features. You don't always dream up news. But you have to kind of dream up features yourself, you know, and you have to kind of go looking, at, looking for interests and stories that might um, interest people. So you're trolling through social media, see if you can get any leads. You know, I, I, I've on slow news days or slow days, whenever maybe there's nothing jumping out at you, I've been looking for stories about maybe um, strange and unusual people or things that they've done or extraordinary people or, you know, so I've been looking online. Um, I'm, I'm just doing a story today about a girl whose father uh, tagged me in a, a video of, of his daughter who was anorexic when she was 15. She went down to four stone. She was almost died and now she's uh, doing weightlifting. She's doing fantastically well. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's like stories like that, that that I am always on the lookout, and you can find them not easily. But if you know if you know people and people know that you're looking for kind of stuff like that, people do come forward with them, and um, yeah, that that's a good thing about journalism as well. You meet the most interesting people, and you find yourself at the most interesting events and incidents, um, and you're a lot of the time you're you know first hand witness to history unfolding um, before your eyes. You're kind of you know I've been up in in Stormont um, in Belfast there when, when things really important incidents in history have happened and you're there and you're reporting on it and you're digesting all this information and you're putting it out there to the public uh, who are reading about this for the first time and it's a, it's a privilege to do stuff like that as well you know it's it's, uh, it's a fantastic job it does sound absolutely amazing and it's great that you get to tell people's stories and you get to tell how people feel and your story might spark off something else for someone, it might motivate someone or encourage someone to you know, just do something. Definitely, and it has done, you know, I always give the kind of examples of, of things that I've, I've done when I'm talking to university students in particular, your words have power and if you have a platform like you know a lot of journalists do you should use that for good as much as you can obviously in the news when you're writing the news you're writing it straight you can't do anything about that and you wouldn't want to do anything like that you have to give people the facts just but when you're when you're doing features and stuff like that i like to kind of you know try and help people as much as i can you know i did stories with you know several women come to mind they you know they had cancer the terminal cancer they were mother of children they uh the government and the health service and stuff like that have said listen there's nothing else 
we can do for you. And, you know, they discovered that, that a drug that could prolong their life was available in England just through somebody but it's not available here in Northern Ireland as a couple of stories like that have happened and we've written about their case we've you know myself and other journalists have written about their case we've highlighted what is happening we've talked to them themselves and kind of put a human face to this kind of uh, dilemma that they find themselves and to the point that the the government you know people read the story become so moved by it they've moved themselves up off their sofa and they've you know asked their local politician or their MP or whatever what can I do about this to the point that the government have changed the rules and have given them the drugs and that has prolonged their life so I mean that's a power in words and there's other stories you know you put in the paper about maybe people come to journalists you say if they have an issue and they have a problem that they've found nothing but a brick wall with and, and journalists sometimes oftentimes can get that brick wall kind of tumbled and, and get them what they what they want you know like you know, maybe parents that have children who need a specific type of cancer treatment that everything else has failed here but they have to go to they they can go to america or germany or wherever to get a, a radical new treatment that might work but might not also but it's going to cost 20 grand and they come to you know people like me we do a story about it and within an hour it's the money is raised and they're they're there and that's given them a wee bit of hope and a wee bit of light in, in their life so like things like that and you know you do really have a power in your words they obviously they and they entertain if that's what what the type of feature it is but also they move people to kind of get behind a campaign or get behind someone who needs help and put pressure on on governments and change things because that is what you can do and that's what journalists do every day of the week it sounds like a really rewarding job at the same time yeah, it totally is. I mean, I wouldn't be doing it for so long if there wasn't anything. You certainly, there's a lot of uh, jobs that pay a lot more. I would say jobs, maybe office jobs and stuff like that, maybe pay a lot more. But you get such a reward from this, and it's you get such a reward from the job itself, and it's exciting, and it's it is very very rewarding, and it's completely different. I mean, I know obviously I've been a journalist, I know a lot of other journalists, and we and we talk, you know, and not one of them could say, "Oh God, I hate journalism." It's just literally the most boring job in the world that's just not ever said because it's not it's just love it and it's exciting it's an exciting job and it's it's so different and it's um you get so much out of it that it's um you know that's what makes it worthwhile you know you get such a buzz out of it as well it's hard to explain it's it's kind of you get a buzz out of chasing the story and getting the story and putting it out there and and then you get a reward obviously from you know people thanking you for you know helping them with whatever issue it might not be a huge big you know there's not a story about the queen or anything like that but huge important issue to one person and if you can help them make their lives better or you know help them feel better or even give people hope you know like I write stories about people like that young lady I was telling you about there that had a really terrible time and she was anorexic and you know I like to tell stories that take people on a journey you know whenever that woman was 15 she had a really terrible time she went through some very 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 dark days then she came up the other side and uh, that gives people hope so not only are you helping that young woman by telling her story and giving her a voice and putting a voice to her suffering and putting a voice to her recovery but you're also helping other people who are reading that story and thinking I'm in a really bad place now at the minute I'm never this is never going to change this is terrible 
they're reading a story about someone who's come through something very similar and come out the other side and is doing amazingly well and is an inspiration and if you can put that hope into people um you know that also makes the world a, a better place so uh, it, it annoys me at times when people say journalism and journalists are just interested in bad news and you know a, a lot of the time news is news that's what happens and you have to report on it journalists do a really good job of giving people hope and, and telling people stories and giving people a voice that maybe didn't have voice before and shining a light in, in dark places it's um it's a great job to have it's amazing it sounds fantastic and um what advice would you give to anyone who has maybe finished their journalism degree or someone who is considering studying journalism leaving school this year yeah, so, I mean, studying journalism, it's an amazing, amazing job. It's amazing, actually, even just learning all about it as well. A journalism degree is a fantastic career move. If you're finishing a, a degree, um, my, I always advise people, get your name out there. You have to work very hard if you want to be a journalist. You have to kind of get your name, your byline out there. You have to be doing stories, doing blogs, doing podcasts, what you're doing here, Vanessa, um, and getting your name out there as a person who writes stories, a person who's interested in stories and interested in leads and bringing stuff to you and get writing that's how you get make a name for yourself you really do have to make a name for yourself in this uh in this industry and also be all things to all people because in my day back in the old days you only had to write for a newspaper these days now you have to be multi-platform to survive in this kind of it's quite a competitive industry you have to be all things people so you have to know how to write a story write a write a news story write a feature story you have to know how to shoot video and edit video and take audio and edit audio as well and be the very best multi-platform journalist that you can possibly be have a youtube channel you know and and, and really populate your social media um, platforms as well you know and in the era of trump i think that the the job of a journalist and 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 journalists and in general you know it's been really there's quite a lot of hostility coming from that direction and if you notice online there's the hashtag scum media and all that kind of stuff and that that just doesn't reflect journalism at all and journalists that I know anyway you know it's a really fantastic great rewarding career to have and I, I don't like people sort of shining that negative fortune on it for for no apparent reason from just not wanting the truth to be out there you do face a lot of a lot of hostility you do face a lot of challenges in, in this job you know without journalism without journalists going out there and finding stories and holding people to account you know where would we be people would just get away with everything with you know governments authorities and they would just have a free reign to do whatever they want so it's really important to have really good journalists out there holding these people to account and putting the stories in the public domain that need to be out there like even for example you know old people's homes there was a recently about kind of neglect in old people's homes and it was journalists that, that brought that delight and did undercover work on it and then change was made and that issue as well i mean journalism as i say if you want to be a journalist you, you do know in your heart that you want to be a journalist because you've got a real hunger for the news you've got a real hunger for wanting to make you know your community your city your country whatever better through journalism and through kind of you know exposing sort of bad stuff and, and trying to make better in that way because as I say you do have power in your words and um it's it's a really really exciting career to go into I would recommend that they anyone it is difficult and it's been made a lot more difficult now as well because of coronavirus uh 
you know, there's a lot of guys been furloughed. There's the media industry is under a lot of pressure at the minute financially, uh, particularly in newspapers, but by no means dead. It's the industry is by no means dead. I think in the past couple of years, and I've been here and for about 15 years, that the newspapers are dead and they're, they're not, you know, the Belfast Telegraph launched their own um, subscription site uh, a number of weeks ago there. I think it was at the end of May. And it's doing fantastically well. A lot of other uh, newspapers are doing the same thing. You will pay for for news and you'll pay for good stories. And I think we're just going through a bit of a transition period now at the minute where, um, you know, things are changing and they're moving to sort of a, a more online model. And that's why I was saying earlier on that you need to be all things to all people and be a multi-platform journalist. So that's advice that I would be giving to people. Leona, that's really great advice to anyone listening who is considering a job or a career in journalism. Thank you so much for coming on today. And I really enjoyed recording that podcast and especially hearing about the wax and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the wax story, that's the one with, with the old jeepers. Bad times, bad times, Vanessa, for sure. They put it, that, that exploding blue wax put me on a path day where I am today. And I, I have no regrets whatsoever about the career path that I uh, that I chose because I just love journalism and it, it defines me person as well and and um i got to meet so many amazing people over the years and have many really great experiences in this job and um journalism makes for a really interesting life there's no doubt about it and a really interesting career it's uh it's well worth it it sounds like a very interesting life definitely very um very busy Jeepers never stops, but the news never stops, so we never stop. But uh, oh, it's great. Couldn't, can't complain. <laughs> Luna, thank you so much for coming on today and for taking the time to time to speak to me as well. No problem, Vanessa. Great to chat to you. I hope uh, I don't know if I put people off or I've inspired people. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I did there, but hopefully, just journalism is a great career move. For I would recommend it. Thoroughly recommend it. Um, for a really exciting, uh, really exciting career. Thank you, Luna. No problem.